0: so glad that you're with us taking a little bit of time well, out of your day or perhaps as part of your day, maybe you're multitasking, listening to the program. Welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you on EWTN Radio on this Friday, Feast of the Immaculate Conception. What a glorious day. I am Jerry Usher, along with Debbie Giorgiani. The show team, Jeff and Ace, are with us today. Ace is doing social media and producing. Jeff Burson is call screening today, and Debbie, uh, as I mentioned, a beautiful feast day, a holy day of obligation. So, it is. Yeah.
1: Holy, well you Holy Day of Privilege, right?
0: Holy Day of Privilege, yeah. We, That's we get right. to go to Mass.
1: Yeah. A- absolutely. We get to go to Mass. How beautiful it is. Marty and I went to Mass this morning. The, the uh, church was filled with young children. I loved it. It was so beautiful, beautiful sounds to hear. A lot of coughing, I have to tell you, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the kids were a little, maybe a little bit uh, under the weather, but uh, but it was just beautiful sounds of the youth. And uh, yes, uh, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, a wonderful, wonderful feast day, but today we're talking about your families, okay? And we want you to finish the sentence, okay? Finish the sentence. My family needs to dot dot dot. My family needs to finish the sentence. eight three, three, two, eight, eight. Three nine eight six. You don't have to be Catholic to call in. If you're listening right now, if you hear Jerry's voice, you hear my voice. We consider you part of the Take Two family. Come on, you guys, fill up the phone lines and finish the sentence. You don't have to out your family. Maybe just you know be looking ahead. It's Christmas and Advent. We're in the Advent season, and uh, New Year is right around the corner. And maybe you want your family to just grow and evolve and get better, right, Jerry?
0: Indeed 8332883986 think about this uh, we all have families and there are things in our families that we wish were different not necessarily that things are always bad maybe you want to finish the sentence my family needs to go on another reunion you know maybe you've had family reunions in the past and it's been a while or maybe it's my family needs to learn to you know get along a little bit better or my family needs to make a better effort to get together over the holidays, maybe for Christmas. So that's the question today, asking you to fill in the, uh, the end of the sentence. My family needs to what, 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 what would benefit your family? 833-288-3986.
1: So my family, um, I have to say this, Jerry, we, we like to think we have a really unique sense of, sense of humor as a family. And, um, we can really get rolling where we start uh, cracking up and it just doesn't stop. I mean, we're on the ground just rolling in laughter and it, I wish um that for my family we we uh, it needs to um, keep its, its sense of humor um, quite often because we've got to keep the joy. There are times when my my brother and I will get on the phone and it'll go into. Um, you know late in the evening and my my poor my poor husband marty he has to get up early for work and he's like will you two stop laughing i mean we <laughs> just keep going and my sister as well i and i like that i think humor is a especially when it's just a beautiful lighthearted you know just um innocent innocent humor mm-hmm. i think it's needed in this in this world what do you say to that jerry i know your family has a great sense of humor
0: no, I think that definitely, if, if you have that sense of humor, then definitely it needs to continue. And we, we do in our family. Yeah, I'd say all of I, my three uh, remaining siblings, my three brothers and I, um, we all have a kind of a quirky sense of humor uh, about certain things. You know, We all love quoting movie lines back and forth to each other on text messages and things like that. So uh, I would say for, for me, for my family, uh, my family needs to get together again sometime, all of us. It's been quite mm-hmm. a long time. I think it was back in 2011, we had an all-class reunion at my high school, and all five of us siblings were there. It was just a great time. We have good relationships. We get along, but, and we're close, but like I said, geographically, we're, we're spread out. So I, I would finish the sentence, my family needs to all come together sometime and spend a few days mm-hmm. uh, together. That it. would be yeah. fun. Yeah.
1: It's tough when you have a big family and you are spread out across the United States. That, that is tough. I think it's easier when you have a smaller family and you all live, you know, within driving distance. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's true. Getting together more. Uh, how about coming to church? You know, getting going back to church. Um, praying together. The family that prays together stays together, you know. Um, just a beautiful thing. What, what you know... Dear uh, dear take 2 family please finish the sentence my family needs to what what does your family need to do what would you what's the wishes and the dreams for your family your immediate family your extended family um your your parish family let's we can broaden this topic out so please call in jeff is waiting to answer your call 833-288-3986
0: we are just an email away as well at Take2 at EWTN.com. You can post on the show website, Take2Show.com. And as we mentioned before, Ace McKay is watching social media today. Get the chats going there on YouTube and Facebook where you're watching the streaming video of the program. 833-288-3986. My family needs to what? Reconcile maybe? Maybe you need to, as the Bible says, you know, if you have something against your brother, and we can say, or your sister before you approach the altar you want to be reconciled to that person so maybe there's reconciliation needed in your family um maybe maybe you haven't been together for the holidays for a long time my my family needs to come together and you know celebrate the important meaning of the season and spend those beautiful holiday days together whatever your family needs to do my family needs to what 833-288-3986
1: we like to do these topics where we have you finish the sentence because it allows you just to explore and expand and dream big. You know, we serve a very big God. So let's go big with this. This can be a prayer for your family. Okay. So we really do need you to weigh in on this. Uh, maybe you're just getting home from church and uh, you can pull over safely to the side of the road and make your call so you can contribute to this conversation. Again, you do not have to be Catholic to call in. You're part of the Take Two family. We're a safe, friendly, welcoming platform that as we come together to share our our experiences of life and the wisdom uh, that we have gained, and we impart that to others. That's how the the body of Christ grows. And you can help us with your contribution today. So please call in 833-288-3986.
0: Yeah, I love the way you put that. You know, we always say on this program, you are the Teachers, you are the ones who bless one another. You edify, you inspire, you uplift, and there are going to be people listening to the program today who hear what you have to share on the program, and they're going to say, "Ah, yeah, that's that's what my family needs too." It could really lead to some beautiful, beautiful realities unfolding for uh, your fellow listeners in the Take Two family. So, be sure you join us. My family needs to what? Fill in that sentence for us today at eight three three. we got Julie and Jim and others being screened right now we're going to get right to your calls in just a moment
1: we need you to finish the sentence today on take two with Jerry and Debbie my family needs to dot 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 we'll get to Julie in just a moment Julie hang on because we want to share this important um wonderful uh commissioned uh, art piece, I believe. It's the Immaculate Conception Tipalo, okay? And its EWTN Religious Catalog is a place to find jaw-dropping art. It is a piece of art, yeah. Art to grace your home. The Immaculate Conception by Tipalo is a, is a reproduction of a portion of seven altar pieces commissioned in 1767 for the Franciscan Church of St. Pascoal Bailon in Madrid. Our Lady is dependent depicted with femininity and humility and stars surround her head and a dove hovers about her. Um, Rich with symbolism, Mary vindicates the weakness of Eve by trampling the serpent. Oh, I love that. So it's powerful, too. The palm tree represents her victory over sin. Jerry knows victory is my favorite word. The print is framed in a gold wood uh, frame under glass. It's seven inches by 12 inches overall and is ready to hang. Available now at EWTNRC.com. Free standard shipping, online orders. $75 $75 or more. The standard shipping is continental U.S. only, and you use code free at checkout. Jerry, the um, the print, the the art piece is ready to hang. That's a big deal. Okay, a lot of times you get this artwork, and you have to figure out a way to hang it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's big. That
1: can be a real pain.
0: All right, my family needs to what? What would be a blessing to your family? What would bring... Um, you know, graces into your family? What would be, bring, you know, more greater, you know, union and, and, and love in your, into your family? My family needs to, what, 833-288-3986. As promised, Julie, in northern Minnesota listening on Real Presence Radio is going to be first. Hi, Julie. Hi. How are you hey, doing Julie. on this beautiful feast day?
2: Good. Actually, you know, you'd think northern Minnesota, we're having blizzards, we're having, you know, all kinds of snow. It hasn't snowed yet. I'm still wearing my spring coat. Wow. wow,
3: (laughs) But they say that
2: we're going to have bad weather coming soon, so that's kind of short-lived. But um, I have four children, and growing up, you know, they went to church every Sunday. They, you know, probably because Mom and Dad made them. I was our music and liturgy coordinator at our church, and, and so my husband would take all four kids and bring them, you know, and I remember our daughter was really little, and I remember looking out and he was holding her, and I saw her lick her lip, her hand, and then she started smoothing my husband's hair down. <laughs> but um of the four, there's only one who still goes to church now. Oh, my, my um one goes pretty regularly my my son, my oldest son, he was one who all during school, even college. He always went to church on Sundays, and even if his baseball team was gone out of town for a weekend tournament, um, he would walk to church to 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 make sure he went to church. And if 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 it was too far, his coach would have to drive him in the bus, <laughs> which was good because the coach was Catholic too, but not a practicing one. But he would go in and, and go to mass with Matt, and then drive him home again. So. Um, but my, my daughter married a Lutheran man who um, doesn't believe in all the Catholic stuff. We're trying to convert him, but um, that hasn't happened yet. And then my other son is just pure lazy, and he always was kind of rebellious in his younger days, too. Why do we have to go to church? It's so boring, you know, all that. But my husband made him. So my kids who are distanced from the church, I, we're praying every day that they find their roots and come back to the church. And then I was also telling your screener, my mom died from Alzheimer's disease, and that last year of her life, she didn't know my brothers and I, so the three of us would go to visit her together because at least we'd have someone to talk to. She had no clue who we were. She just thought we were some nice people who had come to visit. But in that year, when I needed my mom, I would turn to Mary, and a lot of times, and Not, you know, not that I heard her voice, but in my thoughts, it would change the way I was going to do something. At first I was saying, oh, Jesus is talking to me. But I think, well, I really believe it was Mary putting those good thoughts into my system, you know, because she really was taking over for my mom, who could no longer help me with things. So today, Feast of Immaculate Conception is one of my favorite feast days. I got up this morning at seven o'clock and went and played for mass and and um it just put me in a good mood
0: beautiful Julie. Well, you know, as we you probably heard us say on the show before, Debbie and I we travel the country a lot. We do pledge drives, we do talks, conferences, things like that. The number one prayer intention that we hear—that's why we published a book through EWTN, Trustful Surrender. The number one prayer intention is parents who want their kids and grandkids to come to or back into the church. And all I—you know—I just feel led to just share real briefly my own personal experience because you mentioned kind of the rebellious—I don't want to go to church—period uh, of of your, one of your kids' life. That was me too. When I was in my teens, I just my our mom did the best that she could to take all five of us kids to mass, and I just wanted to stay home and watch NBA basketball on TV. And I said I just don't want any part of that, you know. And so I I was in that place, and you know, um, God, you know, kind of crashed into my life in my early twenties. And you know, as a result of that, here here I am today. I, I just share this, you know, Julie, because you've you've laid the foundation. You know, you 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 as parents have you've laid the foundation. The graces of the baptism are there, and the other sacraments. So I think there's there's really uh, you know grounds for incredible hope that you know your kids they they know you know it's it's probably not I'm I, I'm almost certain they haven't said you rejected God necessarily it's just it's just they're in a, that place of life right now where you know it's just not quite a priority but God. Has a plan for them, and God is mm-hmm. going to make sure that He honors the beautiful groundwork that you, as parents, have laid for your kids. That's just uh, that's my thought on the matter. Debbie, I know you. I to
1: I totally that. agree uh, with Jerry, uh, Julie, um, and you know your joy is radiating through the airwaves, and I just can only imagine that if you do that at home or with your children, your adult children, that's gotta that's gotta stay with them. I just really believe it because you have a beautiful presence about you in your words, and so I, I think that's all we can do. You know, we do our very best as parents. We 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 expose them to the church, we raise them in the faith, we um, get them um, going in their sacraments, and um, you know they're 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 God's children. I mean, what are we going to do? I mean, we, we can only do so much as parents, um, but we can pray and we
2: can model the faith, right, Julie? You know, and I kind of understand where my kids are coming from, because I remember my freshman year in college, my dorm was on the north end of the campus, and all my classes were on the south end of the campus. So when winter came and it was 40 below, I didn't have a car, I'd say, "Ah, oh, I don't have to go to church today. But then my sophomore year, I got a new suite mate, and she was just this devout Catholic. And she had a car, and she'd say, come on, Julie, we're going to church. And we'd get in her car, and we'd mm-hmm. go to church. Mm-hmm. And, and we have remained friends even to this day, and we were sweetmates mates 40 years ago. But we've kept in touch, and we've, you know, called when we've had troubles or whatever, and, we've, and she's always just so grounded, and she always reminds me of my faith. You've got to pray, Julie. Mm-hmm. You've got to pray. So, I mean, she brought me back to the church. I probably would have come back cuz I remember I was dating a Lutheran man at the time and he didn't like Catholics and I thought, "Oh, I could switch to Lutheran." But then when when my friend got a hold of me, I thought, "You know what? God sent you to me because I needed you." And mm-hmm. and she just kind of laughed it off, but you know, she probably believed that he did too. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, That's so cool. I mean, I kind of understand. That's why I want them to You know, come back and just realize the beautifulness of the Catholic Church. We had a parish mission these last, on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And a former classmate of mine that I graduated with now is a deacon. And he came back and gave just the most amazing talks about the Catholic Church and what it means to be Catholic. And it was, and I was just kicking myself that I hadn't gotten my kids to come. I don't know if they would have come anyway. I think my daughter works some nights, but. I don't know if they'd come anyway, but but um, I'm just kicking myself that I didn't have them come to those things. But hopefully... Hopefully my prayers will get through to them and they'll come back. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I, I don't think there's any doubt about that, Julie. And and thank you for sharing your own personal experience because it just goes to show God is going to put people in each one mm-hmm. of their lives yep. who's gonna play that key role. You mentioned a parish mission where I am in Daytona Beach, Florida. We have Tim Staples of Catholic Answers coming in next Thursday and Friday to give a parish mission. And it was in the Marine Corps. He had a sergeant, his name was Matt Doula. Tim was a very anti Catholic assemblies God uh, member, and uh, this Matt Dula was able to answer all of Tim's objections. God put somebody in Tim's life. Now look at the, mm-hmm. look at the good that Tim is doing in the That's world right. today. So mm-hmm. Julie, God has his hands all over your kids, and I think you can just uh, put your head on a pillow at night with great hope and confidence. Keep the prayers going, definitely, and as I'm sure you will, but I just feel really good about you know what God is going to do in your kids' lives.
2: Thank you.
1: Thanks, You're Julie. Yeah. You're gonna. Now that you uh, you talked about the weather, she's gonna have to drag out that winter coat now. Because you know what happens when you start talking mm-hmm. about the weather,
3: right. <laughs> and you say
1: we're so lucky, and then all of a sudden it rains. You ever, did, did that ever happen to you? That's happened mm-hmm. so many times to yeah. us where we're, we're like, oh, I'm so glad it's not raining, and then the next thing you know, it's raining. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh god has a funny sense of humor. Okay, um finish the sentence. My family needs to please answer the question we uh would like uh, to ask you what your family needs to do to be better and um uh, maybe wiser and you know more fun to be around and things like that. Or your parish family, your neighborhood, your neighborhood's a family. How about the Take 2 family? What do you think the Take 2 family needs to do? 833 3986 Okay, we're going to go to Jim, who's been waiting so patiently. Gets our virtual patience award. We're going to send it to Abilene, Texas, um, on our at our friends at Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Jim.
4: Hi. How are you today?
1: I'm great. How are you?
4: Good. So I guess to fill in that sentence, it would be that I would like my wife to become Catholic.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you asked and, her? Um, Have you asked her, Jim?
4: Well. Yeah, I've done all kinds of things. Um, We—I've only been a Catholic for four years. Um, I came into the Catholic Church. We were Seventh Day. Well, my wife still is. We were Seventh Day Adventists,
2: mm-hmm.
4: and um, you know the theology of the Adventist Church can, once you get into it, it's it's really anti-Catholic. It, it's, um, and you know we were steeped in that, mm-hmm. and finally I don't know you know it's uh, I don't believe anything happens by accident, and I will always love the Adventist Church because it turned me into a Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, one day the light went on for me, and I just started thinking, you know, there is no, there, that no—the Catholic Church has been around too long, and it's too big to be what I hear so many different people say about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And I just started to read about the—you know, I got hold of some catechisms I found a missile and that really turned on the light. Um, I found this old missile and I started looking through it and all the, all the things you hear other people that aren't Catholic say about Catholic, the Catholic faith. I, I just, you know, it's kind of like me going to a, a four year old and asking them to teach me physics. You, you can't get your information about what the Catholic faith is from people that are in their formation. they they're against the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, you know, anyone that gives it an honest shot and would really just look at it from a logical point of view, from a faith point of view, you're going to become Catholic. You, there's there's no way to escape it. Mm-hmm. And um, But my wife is just—now, things are a lot better. I mean, it's like on Sunday morning, she'll— aren't you going to be late for church? You know, mm. you're supposed to leave at this time. Yeah, I mean, she almost, you know— or I go to a men's group on Tuesday morning, you know, it's she she promotes me being Catholic, but mm-hmm. she just won't she won't come to Mass. I would love for her to go to Mass. Um but that's what I would like. Mm-hmm. I mean that would be and you know, for the rest of my family, the only people in my family that are Catholic is uh my dad, he, he converted to Catholicism I don't know, about eight years before he died. And that just You know, that came about because my real mom died when I was 12 and my dad remarried, he remarried a Catholic lady.
2: Okay.
4: And um, church wasn't really a big priority, but after, you know, all the kids leave the house and everything, you know, Mm -hmm. my dad started revisiting, you know, his, what he believed and what was true, thought, what he thought was true. And he actually became Catholic. Beautiful. So uh, the only person in my family, other than me, that's Catholic now is my stepmother. None of my siblings are okay and
1: um so so Jim um if 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 You can, if you can. You've been waiting so patiently, but I, I have a, I just have a couple questions. I'm so curious in a good way. And I know Jerry has some comments as well. But my first question before we hit the pause button, Jim, if you can hang on with us here at Take Two, I want to ask you this question. Does your wife, does she ask you questions about the Catholic faith? It sounds like she, she's beautifully supportive of you going to mass, which is wonderful in the men's group that you said you belong to. But I, I, I'm just curious, does she ask you Questions like you know why does the Catholic Church believe this or what do you you know what do they say at church about this I'm just I'm curious about that and then the other question is is she getting any resistance from her family because sometimes that happens as you know when when you have um, you know people that have grown up uh, that aren't they they don't have access to the Catholic Church they don't really understand it uh, very well and um, and they they will um, put these kind of Doubts in people 's minds, even when they start to just they start the journey towards the catholic church they 'll put the doubts ahead of time and that that, I, that was it 's always peculiar to me of why you would do that. Just let the person explore and then you can raise doubts. But you hear that music, Jim so if you can hang on, these are a couple questions I have. I can see jerry 's brain working in the cartoon bubble over his head he 's got some questions and comments as well, but we would like our take two family to join in. This is a fabulous uh, discussion on what our family needs to do here. great conversation we're having today about what our family needs to do. And you can finish the sentence as well. There's plenty of time for you uh, to call in and contribute to this great conversation. We're talking with Jim in Abilene, Texas. But before we get back to Jim, I just want to give you the phone number so you can dial in because Jeff is waiting for your call. And he's he's delightful to talk to. I love talking to Jeff. 833 288 three nine eight six. Tell us what your family needs to do. Okay, Jim. So you, you, um, I I was processing and thinking out loud. And then I just, I asked you the questions ahead of the break. And then on this side, when we came back, I was just curious, did you have time to think about that? And it does. I'm really curious. Does your wife ask you questions about the faith?
4: No, unfortunately she doesn't, but I can, I can definitely see the wheels turning at times. Mm. Just just this morning before I left to go, I had to go drop off some stuff at the post office, and she came into my office and she said, "Um, she she goes, she goes, you know, today's the uh, the the feast day of the Immaculate Conception of Mary." She goes, Mm -hmm. "So Jesus couldn't have been born in December," (laughs) and you know that's that's a common misconception Mm -hmm. with a lot of people. I mean, they Mm -hmm. you know they hear the Immaculate Conception, they think. And I, I, just told her. I, I said, "Well, honey, it's, it's not about the conception of Jesus." It's conce-. She goes, "Oh, it's about Mary." Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
4: And I said, "Yes." <laughs> and but so there's not there's not like a, um, it used to be totally different. It was almost like a uh, hos- hostile, sure thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I felt like I was on guard all the time. Mm-hmm. That has totally changed. Good. Um, good. So, which is good. Yeah. But I mean it's like four years now. <laughs> I'm like I yeah. uh, you know um so she you know the, the 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 I think a lot of the barriers have come down because she has seen that week after week after week I'm going to mass even if I have to go alone. Um and she knows this is real for me. Right. Even though she didn't like it in the beginning, she she knows that I I don't doubt this. I have no doubt in it. And I just you know Debbie, what happened for me and, and I hope I hope this helps some anybody else. when I became Catholic the the, the one thing that so grabbed me was the Eucharist, the real mm-hmm. presence of the Eucharist.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: and it's funny because you're somewhat, you hear so much you hear all about these statistics, so many people this percentage they don't believe in the real presence. I have never talked to a Catholic that doesn't believe in the real presence. So I don't I don't know where that comes from. Um, but I remember talking to my wife about that, and she told me as a Protestant, she says, I don't believe that's just symbolic. I believe He's really there. It, wow. I And I can't, I can't wrap my mind around that. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, you should become Catholic. But, um, you know, it's like, when, regardless of whether you can understand it or grasp it,
0: mm-hmm.
4: I just, and, and I, I honestly believe God gave me this. If I don't understand it, if the Catholic Church teaches it, I know it's true. Yeah. And I just accept it. And -hmm. it's very interesting, because if you say no to Jesus long enough, and to the Holy Spirit, when you read something in the Scripture, if you just say no to that long enough, Mm -hmm. He he may not give you the grace to believe it anymore. Mm. And that's really a sad, dangerous place to be. Sure. Sure. So my wife, I believe, she, I believe she's coming around, and I just mm-hmm. want it to be faster. As yeah. far as resistance from her family, mm-hmm. no, because her mom, I actually had talks with her mom, who's Baptist, was raised Baptist. And now she goes to a one of those non-denoms or Pentecost, you know, Pentecostal churches, and she said, "I just don't believe that that, that we we need to go straight to Jesus to be forgiven." And, and I just told her, I said, well, you know, you can go straight to Jesus. I said, but, you know, Jesus gave this authority to his apostles. And I said, that's in the Scripture, and you you do believe in the authority of Scripture. And um, she just said, well, I just don't want to talk about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so that's so, how, you
4: know, that's, that's a yeah. big way they deal with it
1: okay so so take this for what it's worth Jim I just I have to share this with you because it's really as I know Jerry um, wants to share something but it's been it's I can just feel it bursting um, in my heart so I have to share it because otherwise I'm gonna have to answer to God someday so first thing um, uh, Catholics come I'm sure you've seen the resources there fantastic resources there videos and and things of that nature Catholics come great great uh, ministry and website there with all the uh, wonderful resources, and Tom Peterson is just fabulous as uh, the leader of that ministry, that apostolate. Okay, that's the first thing. Jim, the second thing is um, I was in ministry, um, active ministry, at the parish level since 1989 for 25 years. Uh, Jim, I know you You said four years you've only been a Catholic. You need to get in ministry. You, God has gifted you uh, in, uh, with an abundance of gifts, Jim and, um, four years, um, go for it. You should go. You, I hope you're, I know you said you're part of a men's group and things of that nature that is ministry, but I mean, maybe a catechist or, or teaching or something of that nature. Just think about it and pray about it. if you haven't done it already, uh, sign up for ministry. Cause you definitely, I just hear all the gifts as you're speaking, Jerry.
0: Well, you know, I I think everything that Debbie said, I appreciate, Jim. The only thing I would add, and you sort of alluded to this, I think because of your faithfulness, going to mass every Sunday, whether she goes with you or not, like you said, there's there, she's going to respect you. You know, you're taking your faith seriously, and I believe that your, uh, you know, devotion, your reverence, your being a you know devout, practicing your faith the way that you're doing, is definitely causing, like you said, those wheels to turn in her head. And uh, the Holy Spirit knows what's going on in her mind and heart right now, and I think you're going to find out. It's going to unfold, I really believe, in a very beautiful way. You know, you're, you're just, uh, you're, you, God is calling you to be faithful right now, and through you, those graces are going to come into your marriage. And I just, I really, I, I hope that you'll keep us posted, because I really, you said, oh, it's been four years already. Well, you know, they say Rome wasn't built in a day, but uh, <laughs> the Holy Spirit has His timing on everything, Jim. And I, I think that timing is probably coming up pretty soon for your beautiful wife and and you to be, uh, you know, equally yoked in the Catholic faith.
4: That will be awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sure <laughs> so. it will be. Yeah, definitely. We're an uh, email away at take2 at mm-hmm. EWTN.com. Or you can call the program anytime. We love to hear continuing journeys and faith, uh, praise reports mm-hmm. and things like that, Jim. So
1: Yeah, we put Jim's wife in the prayer book. Okay, Jim?
0: All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> Alright, got a lot absolutely. of the Take Two family praying for you around the world right now.
1: We believe in the power of prayer, mm-hmm. absolutely. Okay, Linda is waiting, uh, she's also waiting patiently, everybody's waiting patiently today, uh, from Cleveland, Ohio, on our friends at The Rock. Hi, Linda. Hello. <laughs> How Welcome. are you?
3: Hi. <laughs> Go right ahead. Yeah, I would like to explain uh, about what I'd like to happen with my family, uh, my brother and sister-in-law, since I graduated from college 35 years ago, they don't want to have nothing to do with me.
4: <laughs>
3: and um, I've tried to... I, I uh, invited them to my house, to my um, apartment to come and visit it, and uh, they ignored me. Um I um, went and visited them like 10 years ago, uh, the week before Christmas. I said, I'm going to make the first step. Let me go and see uh, what's going on. And when I went there, they both ignored me again. And I tried to talk. And um, I noticed that my sister-in-law has mostly most grievance among me. And before I left, I kissed her goodbye, and she just turned her head to me. Mm. And it's like, I don't know what what else to do. I don't know what else. Mm.
0: Yeah, well, I'm I'm sure Debbie has probably got some things to share, uh, Linda, but I would just say... Definitely be in prayer for them. Um, mm-hmm. you, you continue to reach out. You know, um, we're very, very big on on, and we and we all should be on guardian angels. You know, ask your guardian angel to go to their guardian angels, and maybe if there's any softening of hearts that needs to take place there or something. But um, what you described to me sounds, and, and this I know nothing of the situation, but just the way you said it and what kind of hit my heart was, sounds like maybe your sister-in-law has some issue with you, uh, whatever that might be, and perhaps that's influencing your brother, Um, but I would say definitely prayer is the first thing. Try to keep the lines of communication open as best you can, and and definitely just allow the Holy Spirit to work in this situation because, mm-hmm. you know, God is a God of unity and peace and love and harmony, and He definitely wants that, especially in our families. So.
1: Yeah, and I don't know, Linda, uh, too, I agree with the prayers and the guardian angels asking them to get involved. But if you can in, uh, bring in a little bit of fasting, n- not necessarily fasting from um, food, but fasting from other things, um, so to repair anything in your family. I have seen it work wonders. I really have, Linda. Fasting is one of those forgotten things that we can do. Um, I think we overlook it, maybe because it's just something we have to really put our attention to, and focus on. And and it, oh boy, oh boy, does it really work! I've seen miracles, actually. What do you say, Linda?
3: Mm, sounds sounds good. Yes. Good deal.
1: And all okay. it's real simple. Like I've done it the I did it the other day. I didn't watch something on TV and I said, "Okay, I'm not going to watch this to repair for all the sins and and I and all I you just you just kind of announce it ahead of time in your mind or out loud and and go for it. And it's amazing how God works so fast. We're going to be praying for your family, Linda. You're not alone, believe me. We hear this all the time.
3: Okay, thank you very much.
0: Thank You're you, welcome. Linda. Yeah, the, the fasting can be little things, you know, I, mm-hmm. um, you, you know me, Debbie, how much I like to put, you know, sauces and condiments on all my food, you know, and sometimes I'll just reach for the ketchup bo- bottle and I'll, I'll just pull my hand back and I'll say, you know, I'm going to eat this without ketchup right now. That sounds kind of trite and trivial and, and small mm-hmm. and minor and all of that, and it probably really is, but just the little things, you know, just every day, the, every moment of the day, there's an opportunity to offer some little thing for a specific important intention in our lives.
1: I totally agree, and you know uh, our Take Two family members, um, they they agreed with us, Jerry. So Jim, if you're listening in Texas, they said uh, one of the comments just came in and said, "Debbie, that wasn't a, um, you know, a uh, just a very light uh, invitation for you to suggest to Jim to get involved in ministry." The Take Two family agrees, Jim. They think you should dive into ministry. They said you're like a natural apologist. I mean, is, is did you catch it I too? I did, yeah. You you caught it too, yeah. Yeah, he could be the next Tim Staples.
0: Yeah, right. I love that. (laughs) Okay, that'll be our prayer. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to get to more calls. I'm going to give out the phone number again. It's take two with Jerry and Debbie, winding down in the home stretch, but still time to get you on the program today. Finish the sentence. My family needs to what? Come together, have a reunion, reconcile. You know. You're, you're helping your fellow Take-Two family members with what you share at 833-288-3986. Okay, speaking of waiting patiently, Pastor Walker in Kansas City, Missouri, listening on the Catholic Radio Network, is up next. Hello, Pastor. Welcome.
5: Hello, how are you?
0: Doing very well today, and I pray that you are too.
5: Yes, sir. I can't complain. The Lord's been good to me. Good. And uh, I, uh, I, I've been at death's door twice and, and survived, and the Lord made a way for me, so... I thank mm. the Lord
0: for it. Oh, praise God for that. We're happy to hear that.
5: So. Well, well, what I was going to say, uh, um, my family, I think they need to put more emphasis on the importance of attending, attending worship and personal worship at home. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I and I I try to stress it in my church all the time. The church was put in place to nurture families and mentor the government, and now we got. We got families that don't see the importance of, of worship, mm-hmm. and that's why the families falling apart because they don't understand what family really is. And um, I, I do talk radio here in Kansas City. I have a radio show here in Kansas City, and uh, and we uh, we stress that we, we we work we work to nurture families. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with my church. I pastor. I've been there twenty five years this month, and you know, I, I, it grieves me to see. Uh, like this past Thanksgiving, my mom was at her house, and she's she, before we got ready to pass out the food, she passed out the communion tray. Uh, you know the wafers and the juice and the thing, and some of the family members got upset about it. I said, "What are you? What are you here for? If you're not here for Thanksgiving, you know you they they, they idea of Thanksgiving is drinking, smoking, and have a good time, hanging out with family. That's not what it was meant for." and uh and the reason why a lot of it it's with it south like it is the the world like it is because the of the absence of the of the presence the importance of Christ in the family and look at look at our family structure now. in america it's just it's it's, it's sad it really is mm-hmm. hmm.
1: Well, Pastor Walker, let me ask you a couple questions. First of all, you have a beautiful heart. I, I I'm sure that your congregation loves that you are uh, the leader of 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 the, that church. And um, uh, may I ask, um, sir, is this is this a, a mainly a Bible based uh, a church, or or what? Can you share a little bit more? I'm just I'm just curious because this is in Kansas City, Missouri.
5: Yes. Yes, well, what I, I te- what I teach is about the the I teach about the kingdom of heaven, okay. and uh, we we're more we're more of a traditional Baptist church, but okay. we're not religious. You know, we you know a lot of times we we hear about religion, and we don't hear about the kingdom of heaven. Sure, and that's why mm-hmm. that's what the it is they come in with a lot of people. They uh, they uh, you know, I, I tell them all the time church uh, religious people give God what they think He wants church people give him what they want him to have, but kingdom minded people give him what he has for. Mm. And uh it just it just uh it's amazing. You know, we 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 our prayers are hindered. They're held up because we're not giving him what he asked for we're giving him what we think he wants or we want him to have. Mm. Our prayers are not our prayers are not for the kingdom, it's for us. Lord bless you with a car. Lord bless me with a home. Lord bless you with some more money. Lord increase my territory. No Let's pray what the kingdom of heaven is, according to to, uh, Matthew 6 and 9. Mm -hmm. And so I try to stress it with my family, you know. You know, it's not that he's not hearing your prayers. He's waiting for you to pray what the Word says concerning the area of your life. And I'll say this, and I'll let you go, but I tell people all the time, God did not promise to bless your plans. He promised to bless His plans concerning your life.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Pastor, I'm looking right here in, in, in my office and studio right next to me. I have a, a wooden cross, uh, and, it, and it has the quote, one of my, it's my favorite Bible verse, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, and yeah. it says, for I know the plans mm-hmm. I have for you, says the Lord. And so I, I really, plans for, uh, you know, welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. And I really uh, try and base my life on that passage there. And I'm just loving what you're talking about, because you're talking about worshiping God, you know, as as the Bible says in spirit and in truth, and we read many places, as you know, Pastor, in the Bible, where it says, you know, God is enthroned on the praises of his people. And so praise and worship—that is so very, very important. And you're right, you know, God is worth what He asks for. One of my favorite worship songs is "On the Altar" by Red Rocks Worship, and one of the lines says, "You are worth what you ask for." So, you're giving us all a a good reminder, Pastor, today, that we need to really base our lives and our relationship with God on what it is that He wants for us and how He wants us to worship Him. What, yeah. do, what do you think, Pastor?
5: Yes, most most definitely. I will also say this to you, if I can. I used to work for this radio station when I was younger, in my 20s. Mm -hmm. I was a radio DJ, and then I used to play the organ for Father Stallings. He was out of Washington, Mm D.C. I don't know if he's still with the Catholic Church or not, but it was a chief to come here to do revivals all the time, and I played the organ for him. And uh, the Catholic Church is a very—I love love the order that you guys have, Mm -hmm. you know, and and the way you all— you know, I have church. I love the pipe organs, and but I, but you know, the older I get, I, I I'll be fifty five years old next oh. uh, next June, mm-hmm. and 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 the older I get, the more my walk becomes intense with Christ. It makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. It makes difference. I'm not I'm not the person I was. I, I got I got uh, I got shot at the church one time. I got shot in my stomach and I died on my operating table, and then uh, about four years, seven eight years ago. I was driving down the street, leaving the radio station. It did take my radio show, and it got T-boned, and uh, it put me into a coma for two weeks, and I stayed in mm-hmm. a nursing home for a whole year. And so God has been good to me, you know what mm-hmm. I, I mean? And I, too, good, too good for me to not want to be in his presence as much as I can. You know.
1: Well you're you're Pastor Walker you're definitely sharing your gifts it's very obvious you 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 have that that heart that soul you you and your uh, congregation is very blessed and we feel very blessed that you grace this conversation today thank you so much your kind words um your contribution to the topic today we really appreciate it would you call us again sometime
5: Most definitely, keep in touch with me, Focus for Life Radio, on on YouTube. You see my YouTube page, it's on Focus for Life Radio, and we can keep in touch with each other. I promise you, we will. Okay,
1: Okay, Pastor, thank you so much. Happy Advent to you. Wow, what a beautiful, beautiful man and a leader yeah. that's wonderful um, re- real quickly, another comment, Wow, Jim, you've got a lot of uh, take two family f- fans here, Jim from Abilene, Texas that called in Jim, everybody's saying you need to go into ministry they said if you if you're a ministry leader in the church, they're signing up for ministry. <laughs>
0: Well, the place to start, right? You know, really, is with your pastor. You know, go to your yeah. pastor and just ask him. You know, are there any needs here in the parish? It could be there's something that the parish needs, a role to be filled. Uh, you know, on a volunteer basis, maybe mm-hmm. a paid basis. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could be a perfect fit. God might be just waiting for Jim to make that uh, make that approach to his pastor about that.
1: Right, right, absolutely. And you were going to share with our listeners.
0: Yeah, I was going to mention 48 hours of Christmas starts Christmas Eve morning on EWTN Radio. It's an EWTN radio tradition, the 48 Hours of Christmas. You can join us all day, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, for special programs, music from around the world, and a whole lot more. It's the 48 Hours of Christmas, starting Christmas Eve morning, only on EWTN Radio.
1: Okay, uh, Catherine, hang on for just a second. Timoteo on YouTube. We're waving to everybody on YouTube and Facebook. My two older siblings and my niece and nephew need to return to the faith. They are too attached to the world. Oh, I we have that too in our family too, Tim. Betsy says, my family needs to reconcile and forgive each other because one day it will be too late. Yeah, that's always tough when you don't want to... You know, God is... um. God is, uh, can call us home at any time. We, really, we, we only have today, you know, and, and it's important that we, what do we always say, Jerry, to, to do the next right thing, you know?
0: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. We only have today and maybe not even the rest of today. So that's, that's true. Good that's to be true. focused. Uh, yeah, and go ahead.
1: And, yeah. and we're already getting comments and coming in about Pastor Walker. They really love that you're part of the Take Two family. So mm-hmm. thank you, Pastor, again. How beautiful. I love the Take Two family. Yeah, so amazing. For sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Catherine in Cleveland, listening on the Rock, is going to probably take us to the finish line today. Hello, Catherine. Welcome to our conversation.
2: Thank you. I, I just want to, I want prayer help, my sister. Her name is Miss Patricia Brown, and she keeps praying for help for her, her grandson Jason Brown because his mother doesn't want him to see her. He's 16 now, but she his her son and, and his wife got divorced. Jason is his mother, but you get to see him very seldom mm-hmm. because his mother doesn't like it like her to see him, and it breaks her heart, you know. Mm-hmm. So her name is Patricia Brown. She's okay. praying to be able to see her son, grandson Jason. Jason. Okay.
1: I put everybody in the family, Catherine. So we've got everybody in. It's it, it shows that you care about your family. So absolutely, we'll start praying. You're you're in the book, Catherine. So you got work. We got you covered in prayer.
3: Well, thank you so much. Thank You're thank welcome. You so much. And I need prayer for myself too. <laughs> oh, I put
1: you. Yeah. I put you in, and I put a star next to your name.
0: <laughs>
3: thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Okay. You're welcome, Catherine. You're gonna get a lot of extra prayers.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I put a star, that's from my Catholic school days.
0: Uh, okay. And
1: boy, the Take Two family is big on. Uh, Sending in messages today. You guys are, are are great. You can call in if you'd like to. Well, you're not going to have much time. But Jennifer says uh, the church family needs to keep moving forward from being afraid of COVID. I see too many people that are still overly concerned about it, um, suicidal cases, etc., have gone way up because of it that is true Jennifer we're in crisis coaching so we hear it all the time it comes in through stand tall today and folks you can reach us at standtalltoday.com. but Jennifer I agree with you we got to lessen the fear get it down a bit Mary says um, hi everyone haven't been here in a while I'm asking for prayers and to be put in the prayer book I'm dealing with a ter- oh with a terminal medical issue and need all the prayers I can get thank you Mary I put you I'm putting you in right now and uh, be assured of our prayers
0: Mm -hmm. yeah wow absolutely father pray let's pray for mary folks lift her up and all of the take two family i just think it's so important that we stay connected spiritually through prayer Mm -hmm. and i know debbie you and uh, you do this the the show team i every mass every prayer every rosary every divine mercy chaplet always include the intentions of you the take two family. so Mm -hmm. please know that you're surrounded in prayer and we really count on yours as well
1: Absolutely. So, coming up um, Saturday um, on the Spirit World, Jerry, um, Adam, and I will be talking about the Blessed Mother and her role in um, spiritual warfare. And um, Adam's going to talk about how during um, during exorcisms, um, uh, oftentimes the Blessed Mother will come in and she will end. She will end the ex. She will end the exorcism, and sh- just by a glance, she glances over at uh, the demons and they flee. And so we'll be talking about that on Saturday at the Spirit world, on the spirit world, uh, ten a m central, eleven am Eastern. Um And then Monday, Jerry, we are going to be talking about, and this is a very important and very deep subject, folks, and we have to handle it from all different angles and very carefully so that we give folks uh, uh, things that they can use right away. It's living with a disability and the strategies for coping and that's monday's take two so that's going to be a big topic we're tackling
0: yeah always love your participation great job today take two family thanks again to the show team ace and jeff we're here today matt was off today he'll be back with us very very soon i'm jerry usher for debbie georgiani affiliates thank you for carrying the program we are so grateful for that we just really uh, want to hope and pray that you all have a beautiful and blessed weekend you will be in our thoughts and prayers and we appreciate yours as well
1: Absolutely. Again, uh, if you want to find us, standtalltoday.com or like us on Facebook, Jerry and Debbie Facebook page. Until Monday, have a beautiful and blessed weekend. We ask St. Joseph, please pray for us.